Hey, Greasy Goobers. Welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you some tidbits and then go watch it while we eat some snacks and I ingest what is known as marijuana. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and I still get butterflies before I do this, Brianna. Isn't that sweet? Aw. I'm Brianna, and I get butterflies because one time I forgot to hit record, and then I recorded an entire episode without actually recording it. (laughs) (laughs) And today we'll be watching the 2021 supernatural slasher film, Candyman. Before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to talk about our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. And I am going to audibly, on the track, ask Brianna if she's recording right now, just because I'm now curious to know if she is recording. Yeah, no, I scared myself straight on that one. That's never happening again. (laughs) Okay, good good to know. This is a great opportunity for me to mention Dopeflix, which is also a time where I have uh, forgot to record um, and we lost a whole episode. So sorry, Max. Love you, man. Shout out Dopeflix. Long form, short form, talking, talking smack. That's what we do over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Please. Shout out, shout out. I'm going to do a location shout out, Brie. I got some, I got some locations. You want to hear them? Yeah. Sa- uh, Sao Leopoldo, Brazil. Okay. Durban, South Africa. Milan, Italy. Milan, Italy. I like it. Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. I don't know. know. That's probably not how they sound, but that's what I'm going with accent-wise for Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And then uh, Champlain, Minnesota. Shout out Champlain, Minnesota. Shout out. Those are our location shout outs this week. We love all those people and all the rest, but those are just the shout outs this week. What was what was the one I thought was cool? Oh, Brazil, especially since I butchered the way they say Brazil in their accent. <laughs> Brazil. 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 Hello, welcome to Brazil. Uh, tidbits. Brazil. Um. <laughs> the movie of the week, ladies and gentlemen, is of course Candyman. I know I I know it's the title of the episode, but I'm I'm always going to do this. It is the di- Do you want to tell them what you, you actually thought we were watching? Like you told everyone last week that we were going to watch? Ooh, well, I guess I like I got to keep everyone on their toes. I thought we were going to watch Mogul Mowgli, but I mean, we could watch that next week. That's just Yeah, okay. Just t- just keep lying. Just, <laughs> just keep spitting those lies <laughs> out. Do whatever I want. Uh, this Candyman is the direct sequel to the 1992 film and the fourth Candyman film ever. You know there was I saw I saw something that said there was going to be a Candyman versus Leprechaun movie. But the Candyman guy was like, no, I'm not doing that. And I feel like that's bullshit. <laughs> I feel like that would have been awesome. The lepre- Do you think, like, I don't know, like, I don't know. Do, like the, do you like the Leprechaun movies? I like the Leprechaun movies. I've never seen them. Because <gasps> I never saw them when I was younger, because obviously I was scared. Which, and like, you know, when I say younger, I mean, like, five years ago. Um... <laughs> I never thought I would like them, and then, like, I see clips of them now, and I'm like, I feel like I could watch them. I just, you know, I don't want to watch them, like, any old time. It's not a Christmas movie. Uh, it's a, it's a, yeah, well, it's like a spooky movie, though. It's like a St. Patrick's Day movie or a spooky movie, kind of like Jaws. You can watch Jaws in August, or you can watch it in October, but I choose to watch it in September to cut the difference. That's when I watch Jaws. So you just got to cut the difference between Halloween and St. Patrick's Day. So just watch it in, like, July. 
I think that's a good, okay. yeah. I've also never seen the original Candyman because I thought it would scare me. And I feel like it definitely would have, and I still think that. So I'm going to be, like, mildly lost. I know the idea of Candyman, like, from the urban legend. And I know the actor, Tony Todd. But other than that, I'm, I'm lost. I I saw the original Candyman. I've seen one of the sequels. Not the best. Uh... Candyman to me just reminds me of Bloody Mary. Remember when we were kids and you like you? Would... Yeah, like when I was saying Candyman into my. Oh, I'm so scared. When I was saying <laughs> it into my like Alexa remote, I was like, I don't want to have to say it too many times. Alexa, just get it right the first time. <laughs> Candyman's gonna f- fucking come and get us. Oh shit! I, that was the third time. It. I okay. Stop saying Bloody it. Mary, Bloody I've already Mary, said Bloody it like Mary. five times in my room. I am freaking out. I said it. I said it. Um. Have you seen the video of the people in <laughs> Alabama that have seen the leprechaun? Have you seen that? Yeah. That is one of my favorite yeah. videos. Y'all seen the leprechaun say, yeah. <laughs> and then they have the drawing. Yeah, the drawing is the best part. <laughs> oh, if you don't know that little slice of internet, please just type in the uh, Alabama leprechaun. That's all you need. It, it's it's maybe mm-hmm. the, the top five videos ever of all time. I digress, though. Back to the tidbits. Uh, they filmed this movie, the Leprechaun movie. No, this is the Candyman movie. See, I'm getting all fucked up now. <laughs> you fucking me up. They filmed the Candyman movie. You said it. You most, said Leprechaun. Mostly in Chicago in August and September of 2019. They even filmed at some of like the old projects um, they filmed the first one in. And so uh, I guess there's some of the old projects that are knocked down now, and obviously they're gentrified. And they filmed some parts near there. Like there's some row houses that are still standing that they filmed around. So I, I'm really, I'm going to jump the gun here. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this just based on the point of view that I feel like they're taking in the movie and how it's going to kind of really like talk about those like racial undertones and those class undertones and all that kind of, that kind of stuff. So that's, that's what I'm most excited for. And the reason for most of that is because it's written by Jordan Peele and Nia DaCosta, but the Jordan Peele aspect really gets me. He's also producing it via Monkey Paw, which is just a great, that's such a great production company name, in my personal opinion. Uh, it's also directed Monkey by- Monkey Paw, it sounds like something like naughty. <laughs> <laughs> gross, gross, brown. Like a moose knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Moose Knuckle Productions presents Candyman, directed by Nia DaCosta, who is also directing <laughs> the upcoming The Marvels, which is the... The, the what? The Marvels. It's the sequel to okay. Captain Marvel. Which, side note, do you feel like Captain Marvel wasn't received that well, so that's why Disney kind of is like, oh, we're not doing Captain Marvel 2, we're doing, like, The Marvels. Um... Yeah, a little bit. I mean, they they like Brie Larson as what's her face, Captain Marvel. So like, they're gonna keep putting her as little tidbits in other Marvel movies. But I don't know what it was about Captain Marvel that people. I mean, I I know what it is actually secretly deep down. I liked the movie, so I don't want to have to admit <laughs> it out loud. <laughs> I liked the movie if you look at it as a Nick Fury. Uh, you know, origin story. That's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I think that they just, they tried to do a lot in Captain Marvel and like, 
I don't know. It would have been a great show. Like a Disney Plus Captain Marvel show as a way to introduce Captain Marvel. It would have been good because we already, like, we didn't need a whole movie on her. It was just not bad timing. But if she had had a Disney Plus segment, that would be nice. That would have been nice. That's a good con. I like that. That, that, that. I feel like that's actually... They got to start thinking better about this kind of stuff. But now they have it. Now they have the platform. So I guess they, that's well, exactly I mean, what yeah, they're doing. Well, I mean, yeah, I get it. They had, to, they had to throw her in there yeah. because she was in the other one. She saves the fucking world. So it, it makes sense. In her fucking mohawk. Yeah. Yeah, so... Anyway, once again, <laughs> Candyman stars... Candyman stars... Yaya Abdul Mateen. You said it again. Oh, I said Candyman. I said you just said it again. <laughs> Candyman. Stop saying it. Candyman stars Yaya Abdul Mateen the second, who just won an Emmy for playing Doctor Manhattan in Watchmen. Did you see that? You saw that, right? That was so damn good. Which one? What? The Watchmen. With Patrick Wilson from The Conjuring. The latest. Or one. the show, The, the Watchmen. The, the show. The show. I started it, but I never finished Ugh, it. Ugh, you goddamn bitch. And it wasn't bitch. because I didn't... I just kind of forgot about it. You goddamn but, bitch. But then I realized... It was one of those ones I forgot about because I didn't realize that it was going on at the same time I was watching it. So I don't like to stop. <sighs> like, I'm either there with it or it's already passed and I'm watching it. Like, you just, and, like, I don't... You know. I don't I don't understand you sometimes. Have you ever met me? Like, have you ever yeah, tried to talk fair. to me and have a conversation with me? Like, what? That makes total sense. <laughs> Uh, this also stars Tayana Paris, who plays Monica Rambeau in the MCU, and she is she's a solid actor, so I'm excited for that. And Tony Todd, of course, reprises his role as the Candyman himself, but it's not high up on IMDb, so I don't know if that's supposed to be like a like a surprise. But I mean, I saw it everywhere that he was gonna be in it, so I don't know. Old as shit though, the Candyman still holding grudges and catching bodies. <laughs> He's like, I don't care how long it's been, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck y'all up. Candyman is back. At the point in time of this recording, it has a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb based on 17,000 reviews. It also has an 84% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 302 reviews and a 73% audience score based on 2,500 reviews, which is a lot. It has a 72% on Metacritic, which is rather high for Metacritic. And 78% of Google users like this movie. Brianna, why did you make that strange sound before I... Because I'm scared. <laughs> it was like, ah, I hope he's not watching laugh. What's your, what's your take on those ratings? And okay, so I have a um, an IMDb rating question. So I have the IMDb app on my phone, and I love it, because I could just pop it open and look up something real quick when I'm watching something else. And they've updated it so when you search for a movie and you, like, actually click on it, it comes up with a, have you seen this? And, like, rate it. But it comes up so fast and I haven't gotten used to it that I always hit no. And so it just goes without a rating and then I'm like, oh, oh, no, it's gone. Like, I know I can go back in and, like, rate it. I've never rated them on IMDb, but it's just, like, now a pop-up and it's like, whoa. So I don't so, know if that's like throwing people off. <laughs> so you like it. You like it. It's just like a little, it's a little much for you. It's going to, yeah, it's going to take some getting used to because now that it's so easy to just rate the IMDb movies, 
I can just open it up and be like, oh, Shang-Chi, I watched that. Like, I'll give it a 10 out of 11. <laughs> well, we 10 are. 10 out of 10. We are critics, Brianna. I love how you're giving uh, your, your scores now out of 11. That's that's pretty solid. Did you have any tidbits <laughs> before we get into I it? just had one little nitpick gripe that I wanted to mention while searching for tidbits. I read that um, Lakeith Stanfield was going to star in this movie, but he chose to be in Judas and the Black Messiah and totally miss out on winning an Oscar at the same time. That's all. Well, that's bullshit. I, we, so we missed out on Lakeith Stanfield and he missed out on an Oscar at the same time. Yeah. So it was really a lose-lose-lose for everybody. He got snubbed. That's bullshit. I mean... It, he did. Go, I think he got hit the ass snubbed off of him go, and it's not fair. Go back and listen to our Oscar episodes very high up on Lakeith Stanfield. He's... <laughs> Brianna, especially, she was she's ride or die for Lakeith. All right, Bree, do you want to give your synopsis before we before we go watch this motherfucker? Yeah. Where'd it go? <laughs> Brianna's so well organized; it's incredible. Sometimes, I just love <laughs> having to fill dead air. Well, you know how I used to say all the time, like, oh, this is a really long one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I was looking for an alternative one, and I kind of left all the options open up on my phone. Uh, so I was looking for an alternative one, but the, like, the one that IMDb has is really the shortest without having to give like an entire paragraph, like an actual literal paragraph. Yeah. I... But the one on IMDb is just so lame. Well... Read the IMDb one. You ready? I'm ready. A sequel to the horror film Candyman that returns to the now gentrified Chicago neighborhood where the legend began. What about yours? Mine is Lakeith Stanfield should have got an Oscar. No, it's not that. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't have one really. Candyman. Oh, God, I said it again. That can be the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> Good enough for me. All right, everybody, grab your bongs, your fidget spinners, your water bottles, your tums, because you might have eaten too much BK today. And in three, two, one. And we're back from watching the least divisive movie of the year. That's for sure. Definitely. Definitely not going to make s some people angry <laughs> and confused. <laughs> uh, um, Brianna, what did you think of Candyman? Well, considering I never saw the original Candyman or any of the sequels that this movie is not connected to, I was a little confused. Um, I haven't been this confused in quite some time. Uh but yeah, I just, I don't know. I liked watching it. It was like a very nice on the, some, somehow, despite all the blood, it was nice on the eyes. And uh, I enjoyed the, the blood and the squishy sounds. Lots of blood but, and squishy sounds. But yeah, other than that story, like, yeah, I guess I, it was fine. Uh, there were some weird undertones of current events that they tried to tie in and they did like a, I don't know, I would be disappointed. 
if I was one, you know. If you were like, if they did the, if this was like Asian people, would you feel like it did a justice for you in your, in your? No. In the, no. No. Not it wasn't like about it, like they they really tried to go racial justice on this and it just came up short. Here's the thing about your confusion though, it was created to be. Yes, a sequel, but also a standalone enough for people to be able to watch it and enjoy it and take it in and understand it. And the fact that you didn't say something, but also <laughs> uh, we did watch this with Max and Max and I have seen the original Candyman. Um, I don't know if he's seen the sequels. I'm assuming he has. And uh, we, there were obviously you heard me and him, Brianna, say like, what? What the fuck is like? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, it, it was a bit confusing. They. They, they, the ending there, as, as much as I enjoyed the third act, the ending was just, it was a bit forced and it seemed like, like they were, they were trying to like, they, they really seemed to f just put the focus on the racial injustice aspect and it just fell short, which is funny because coming from Jordan Peele, it's just, he usually does such a great job of that. Um, yeah. but they really just hit the nail right on the head. Like they just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And we'll get into the spoiler zone and what that really means. But yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I will say decent act one and two split for me though. And, but the midpoint left me a little wanting and that that's kind of, I feel like that's kind of just the vibe of the movie overall. There were things that worked and there were things that, that didn't work. For example, the acting in my opinion was fantastic. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Tayana Paris and um, fucking uh, Yaye, I thought that I, I thought they amazing. I, they 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 did a great job. The visuals, like you said, were were really great. So so easy on the lots eyes. Lots of mirror, lots of cool mirror stuff. Yeah, a lot of great CGI. Like the CGI nowadays. I know we talk about this all the time, but Jesus, man, it's just so good. It's just so realistic and so lifelike. Uh, those bees. I loved the bees. Um, they did oh, a, behave. They did a great job with the sky, I thought. The, I thought the, the direction and the cinematography was, like, sh short of incredible. Just just short of incredible. I, I, I thought that they did a great job of that aspect of the movie. That's where it really shines for me. Um, where, where I start to lose it is the motive. The end product. It's very unclear. It's it comes out of nowhere. Even though you see it coming, uh, Max called the ending. He about halfway through, he was like, "If this happens, I am so done with this movie." And it happened. And he was he was in fact so done with this movie. I I'll I'll touch upon that with him on Dopeflix. We'll definitely go a little more into it over there on uh, on Monday. But yeah, I don't I don't know what. What did you think of the message, Brianna? So, the first message they were trying to send out was gentrification and the issues it brings up with, you know, all the the people that you're displacing. That's a one issue. And then the second issue is that they displace, like, a bunch of people of color and then they try to, like, bring in, like, police brutality and it's like, well, okay, like, we need to pick some clear subjects and stick to, like, one. That would be cool. Yeah. And and then, like, yeah, like Max said, the ending was forced. It just, it did, 
even though it was very relevant, it was kind of like cringy, and it just well, it's I, it was a little confusing, and it was just like oh, because it's a movie, it's not a TV show. You want you have to pick one message and and stick to it and and follow through with it. You can't pick several things and then try to sprinkle them around. It's just not no. it's just not going to be cohesive to a good story. Um, and I think that's why the ending, like when I say the motives were unclear, I mean like. <laughs> the reasons why Candyman was here, the, like why was he killing people? Why was this happening? Um, there, there was an overall arching factor that there was an X factor in that, which I'll I'll give you in fa- in a spoiler zone. But, but overall, like you're like what? Like why is for what? For, <laughs> like it just it doesn't. Like, they don't really. Yeah, they I don't know. Do they explain the Candyman like what happens to him in the yeah. first one? And I missed it. No, no, they explained it like you know, like gets killed by the cops and like that's all original. Like that's that's all that and and all the in all the in lieu of flashbacks, they went with the uh, the shadow puppet scene. So like the woman Helen and those characters that they talked about in the shadow puppet scenes, they were all in the first movie. You know, like the okay. So, like, but but at the same time, I personally don't believe you need to know that to yeah. That could have been like another part of an origin story. Yeah, like you shouldn't have needed to know that, Uh, and and they kind of made it clear that you wouldn't have to need to know that, and that's why it's it's disappointing that 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 you uh you fell short. I kind of felt like I missed a lot of the movie right. because they even though they were referencing it as like yeah some lady named helen it was like oh she was in the first movie i didn't know that at all yeah i feel a little i feel a little bit of fomo okay <laughs> now let's let's talk about the uh we can't we've been kind of ragging on it a little bit and, and it gets some fair rags that's i'm gonna i'm gonna do that but let's flip the coin here and and get into the nitty-gritty fucking gory Dude, so gross. I mean that in a positive way, but like, how do we compare to last week, Brianna? Oh, this is this is new age squish sounds. Like last week was good because it was like gore, but it was mostly funny with like a lot of like blood squirts. This one was like very realistic in my mind, at least. I've never heard these live noises, but in my mind, these were very realistic squish noises. There was one scene where it sounded, and you didn't get the visual, which was, I enjoyed, I liked that, but it sounded like a girl got her head cut off and then kind of run out, rung out like a squeegee. And just like, and like all her blood just came right out of her body and just poured onto the floor in like a sheet. It was pretty intense. That's what I enjoyed about it. Like, yes, it was gory visually, but then if they didn't even show a lot of it because of like the whole parallel of the Candyman being in the mirror and you're not really seeing him unless you're looking in the mirror kind of thing. It depended a lot on like the squishy noises and then like a lot of blood being shown. And I enjoyed that part. Yeah. What about the... Because sometimes, you know, but then there was also good parts where there was gore and you did see it like that girl's neck. <sighs> Yeah, girl, girl got her neck ripped. What did you think of Yaye's skin? Spoiler alert: there's some, some skin stuff going on in this, and 
There's not Ooh, only boy. skin that, stuff. I did not like but that. But big spoiler, there are like if you're not one of those hole people, if you can't look at holes like the little tiny hole things, oh, that's you like, cannot yeah, see this. Because like I was freaking out. Ooh, it's gross. Also, bees. If you don't like bees, not not oh, for yeah. you. Uh, but yeah, the holes. Ooh, there's there's a lot of holes and they're big and he pokes and they're him on someone's and, body and uh, like that's the worst ooh. nightmare of all the people that fear the whole thing how, in my opinion how do you how do you before we give our scores right like how do you compare this to last week's movie i feel like we have to compare these next set of movies because we're going to be watching a fair amount of horror movies spooky season right how spooky. how would you compare it to last week's horror movie malignant um, well, I think this movie was definitely more of a horror movie than Malignant was. Malignant could kind of sneak away as like a suspense. Suspense comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a suspense dark comedy. This one truly felt like a horror movie to me. It wasn't the scariest thing I've ever seen, but it was it was definitely more of a horror but, film. But there there was a there were multiple scenes and one specific scene where all three of us were moving around like because we could not sit still and watch what was happening on the screen oh i was totally fine you guys were moving around okay fine max said he was jumping up and down and i was like shifting in my chair like a motherfucker i could not i could not handle it it was vicious when when like when things like cut into flesh and like that oh sheesh like that's that's something that's something else brother when bones are snapping through skin a lot of people can't handle that (laughs) That malignant got me last week. Yeah. <laughs> All the bone snapping. Um, <laughs> go watch Malignant, everybody. That's that's a good movie. Uh, what do what do you give for popcorn bags, Brianna? For Candyman, though. I just want to point out that last week you wanted to watch Candyman, and then this week we watch Candyman, and you're still talking about Malignant. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. I rest my case. Um. <laughs> My popcorn score for Candyman 2021, a little disappointed there wasn't more Tony Todd, but yeah, I thought I'm going to give it, yeah, I'm going to give it a 28 out of 50. Okay. Yeah. With a recommendation for when it comes out, like free to view. Yes. But if you're not a blood person, if you can't deal with holes... Or snapping bones, or rushes of blood. Then probably not for you. <laughs> uh honestly, I think this is the first time this has ever happened in sixty sixty whatever episodes. I'm gonna 60 give sixty years. I'm gonna give it a twenty eight out of fifty popcorn bags too. I'm gonna give it the same score as you do because I I completely agree. Don't call me a skank. This is a good moment <laughs> in the history of our show. Uh, I completely agree though, and my recommendation is hand in hand with yours that just wait for it to come out on hbo max or something like that don't give amazon 20 dollars no like a way. fool no or <laughs> steal it it's i say 100 percent. it is it is definitely going to be in my halloween lineup like next year when i watch my halloween movies just like here and there i would totally pop this on if it was on hbo like if this was on sci-fi after Pumpkinhead right before halloween i'd be like <laughs> nice nice cool 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 like yeah, yeah, he's sick. Like he's he's great. So oh, he did a phenomenal job. Yeah, that guy is that guy's going places for sure. Check out Watchmen if you haven't. Brianna, don't be an asshole. Go watch that show. 
Well, now that I know it's only one season, I'm like, I just told you I didn't want to go in the middle. Oh, that's fair. I don't yeah. Like the anticipation of waiting for like, oh man, like a real peasant. No, you can I watch like it, that. Uh, watch it all in one sitting. Spoiler zone. Yeah. <laughs> Brianna, favorite parts, least favorite parts. Start me off here with your favorite parts, of course. Favorite parts. Uh, I mentioned it before. I love the use of mirrors. Am I petrified to look in any mirror from now on? Definitely. <laughs> but <laughs> but it that was part of like this the ooky spooky that I was like, oh no, I remember that from when I was younger. You don't say his name and look in the mirror or ever look in a mirror ever again because he'll pop up anyway now that I've said his name like continuously for an hour and a half. Um, that was a great part. Uh, the elevator with all the mirrors was cool. The house with like the kind of half round, half not round mirror. That was fun. <sighs> I'm looking at my mirror now and I am but don't my pants. Don't worry though, because he's a white people hitman. He doesn't, he doesn't hurt minorities. Oh, yeah. Every minority yeah. in this movie either was like, don't say his name or ran away while somebody was saying his name. Like there was no, there was not, I don't think there was one minority who said his name in this movie and got fucked up. Every single person was a white person. And at this was, this kind of comes into my favorite parts because at the very end, <laughs> she just uses him essentially like a, like a weapon of mass destruction. Like normally you look into the mirror and you say his name and then you're the one that get killed. But she said his name, and then he just kills, like, eight cops. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of, like, a weird, unexplained part. Like, how did she know all of that would happen? Well, that's that kind of is also a least favorite part, because it, it that's, like, the confusion part of the, uh, like, you know, like, why? Why, why did it happen? How did we, how did we get up in the Like, switch? she wasn't there. The switcheroo? Like, what's going on here? Where, where, did, where did this come from? Okay, another favorite part I have. The Candyman, um, I think his name is Richard Sherman, the one that they see at the beginning of the movie. He has a fucking fantastic yellow coat on, and I was a huge fan. <laughs> oh, like when he first comes out of the wall? Yeah, when he first comes out of the wall, and they kind of do flashbacks to him talking to that Candyman, the whole Candyman. And it was like, wow, that's a great jacket. Great color. I really enjoyed that. I don't get why Candyman, like, he was wrongfully killed, and then it's like, well, why don't you, why do you just kill random people? Like, like those little girls that said his name in the flashback, like, why did he kill those little girls? Like, if he was a nice guy who gave out candy, and he wasn't a murderer, then why is he now See, a murderer? I that's what I wondered, too, because they said that he was wrongfully killed. Um, The guy who you kept trying to identify... He was like, yeah, I thought it was that guy that I saw, and he was wrongfully killed, but, like, were all the Candyman variants wrongfully killed? <laughs> is that where, like, is that how they're all connected? Because it didn't, that's what didn't make sense to me. Like, the first original OG Candyman from, like, the 1800s that they talked about, yep. was he wrongfully killed? And then it was just this weird, like, oh, we're gonna keep spreading the word of the candy man but he's gonna just keep getting caught doing like the wrong thing and like oh well, that's he, how it continues yeah like it, it it keeps getting passed down to wrongfully accused black men i think was like the essentially the yeah but they, the, the, artists, after the original candy man 
Well, After the original one, like, it's all just people that, like, how do they turn into the Candyman after that? That's why I was so confused. Someone cuts off their hand and shoves a, shoves a hook into it, like they did the y- Yaye, I guess. But then how are they wrongfully accused if they turn into the Candyman and they go around killing people? See, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, you're wrongfully accused, but, like, you should go around killing bad guys, not, not, not like children and shit. That just say not just like any old whitey that yeah. walks by, yeah. Like, the, I, like, like it should be like a Candyman, Candyman. Like you say his name, and then he comes up and he's like, "All right, who do you want me to kill?" Because like, I'm, I'm <laughs> like I'm a weird like, death genie. Yeah, yeah, like a death genie. <laughs> like he's a uh, 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 a Shinigami. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just an angel of death, and he's come to just kind of do your bidding. He's like, "All right, what do you want me to do?" You said my name. He's like, "I help the children." You know what I mean? And but like yeah. no, he comes and he kills this pimp. This pimp man with candy just comes and kills children. It wasn't even good candy. <laughs> I just don't get like how you're gonna come and kill the fucking children after you were accused of killing children, but you weren't killing the children. Uh, yeah, see, that's confusing. See, Freddy Krueger makes sense. Freddy Krueger was killing the children all along. Like he wasn't a ki- yeah. like, wrongfully accused. Like he was just a straight up pedophile. And they were like, "Burn Freddy Krueger. He's a fucking pedophile." And then, like, he's like, oh, you fucking burned me. Now I'm going to come back and fucking kill these kids because I'm pissed. Yeah, but that one makes sense because it's, like, the same Freddy Krueger that just keeps coming back. These are, like, different, like, each decade has a different candy man that just keeps getting, like, reincarnated as this, like, wrongfully accused candy person killer. But also, why did the candy man at the end, he was like, Yaye came up and he was like, I'm a candy man now. But then he went away and the old candy man, Tony Todd, came up and he was like tell my story where did that come from why was yeah he... where did where did yaya go i That's thought he got like i thought he passed on the candy man torch i thought that was kind of do you like think the... that they are all like one person and they just change their face and their reflections well see that was conf- this whole that whole part was confusing it was just like why don't we just keep to the ripping and the tearing and the bones splattering and not confuse poor little me. Yeah, one hundred percent. Or uh, confuse me and then explain it. Like, get James Wan up in here. Outside of all that, though, length was length was perfect. Only mm-hmm. an hour and thirty minutes. And if you've listened to the show for <laughs> longer than three months, you know how we <laughs> feel about the length of movies. Uh, and this was just fantastic. And when do you get a movie that's an hour and 30 minutes or less. Fucking net. Like, this came in at an hour. Not since, t- like, 1994. <laughs> no, 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 no. Absolutely not. This came in at an hour and 25 minutes with, like, without the credits. Like, that's incredible. My whole movie was an hour and 31. That's fantastic. I love it. I love it. And the, once again, the visuals were really good. I don't want to take away from that. Um, the direction was really good. I do think that Nia DaCosta is going to do a good job. Uh with the Marvels, just based on how she treated CGI in this. I think she can work with it really well. Um, mm-hmm. And Jordan Peele, he, you know, half in, ha- probably had his half foot half in, half out on this. He was working on Twilight Zone and shit. What I'm really ready for is, uh, whatchamacallit, what, what's he doing? Um, what the fuck is that movie called, Brian? The, the new one with the cloud. Uh, I forget, but I remember it. Uh, I'm gonna look it up. It's the one where they get like sucked up into so- the cloud. Some- someone, like, don't. Someone screaming at the. Nope, <laughs> nope. That's what it's called. Nope. 
that looks badass because that's written and directed i feel like they just like when, well that's also an original idea like this yeah. was based off of a movie that has already been in made my, a few in, times in my personal opinion when he signed on with the studio uh to do nope when he when him and monkey paw signed on with whatever studio they're doing nope with they also signed on to do this movie. So I feel like they were like, hey, we'll bankroll your fucking like original idea if you just do our Candyman reboot that's been in development hell for the last 20 years. And he was like, all right, yeah, that's cool. Like, I think that's rad. So I feel like it was kind of like a favor kind of deal. I don't obviously have any proof on that, but um, what about... <laughs> What about least favorite parts, Brianna? I, I got to start right off the bat for me. The sores all over his body. Who? That was that was tough. That was tough. I'll admit, I like to pick a scab or two. I'm like a gross seven-year-old little boy. I love it. But like there was some scab picking in this that I was not prepared for myself. He kept like touching it and it was like squishy. You could see it. And then it started to like just take over his arm and it was like dude you look like you got like mummified what's going on and the worst part about it was how he was just like it started as a tiny little like welt as a bee sting and then it turned into like open like holes in his skin and you're like when are you gonna go to the hospital broski like that looks pretty gross <laughs> you gonna put it like a band-aid on or at least like wear a sleeve over it no one wants to see that he was just Ugh. like he wasn't even like he was like lifting up like straight up skin like you can see like the meat of his hand point that shit was yeah gnarly. there was like open like wound Ugh. and then it progressed rather quickly Ugh. and it ended up going on to his face and it's just all over like the half of his body and that's when it gets real holy <sighs> and that's when it actually gets real gory and vicious because then you see his arm get just cut off with a saw <gasps> and the man takes and, like, a. <sighs> He like gut wrenching noise. Yes, very. The the sound quality in this, the foliage. I think the the foliage, foliage, right? I thought it was the the folly, the foli, the foliage, the foliage. Someone let us know. Uh, that the foliage. That stuff was great. <laughs> and so then they cut off his arm and shove a hook into it, and you see every bit of it. <sighs> And like you get, oh, he's like somehow paralyzed and he like sheds like one little tear when they're shoving the hook into his arm. And like you just see the nub and it's, mm, It's the nub splits like a hot dog in some steamed water. <laughs> like, oh, um, I also disliked why, like, the explanation for why everything was going on. Like pretty much what we just complained about. Like the ending. <laughs> like I don't, that, that was... That was one of my. The how does each candy man just keep becoming yeah. a wrongfully accused candy yeah. weirdo? Ma like Max, Max knew the cops were going to show up at the end. Like that's pretty much like, like why did we have to go there? Not why did we have to go there? Why couldn't we have handled it in a, in a in a less lame way, in a less like aggressive well, way? I mean, there was cops in the beginning, and that one so that one made more sense. Like there was a woman that was missing, and so the cops were kind of hanging out. Like this is where she was last seen. It's like okay, that's usual cop business, I suppose. Yeah. And then they hear screams, so they run in. It's like yeah, again, usual sort of cop business when you hear screams at the same place someone went missing. But then, like I don't know, it was weird because they only showed two cops sitting out there, and then when they report it in like in three seconds a bunch of cops are there like a bunch 
and they're all like storming down and they find the kid like just standing there like oh man like i dropped some of my candy i think there's this guy down there and then he gets like wrongfully accused as the candy man and they beat him to death and then it was like okay so it escalated there at the beginning and so obviously it was going to escalate at the end when they showed up but I didn't get the cop's story at the end, like how he was trying to like frame people, but there was like too many people there for him. I don't know. Like, I don't know who he was trying to frame. Was he trying to frame the woman? Was he trying to frame the candy man? Was he trying to frame the old candy man? Like, <sighs> stress yeah. man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, it, it, it like, was I get confused. that the, he was a cop trying to frame these people, but. I just, I didn't understand, like, how they came in and they, there was, like, shots fired, but, like, you don't know who they shot. They didn't shoot the woman. There was just shots fired, and they were like, yeah, we'll frame these guys and say they all shot each other. And it was like, what? Huh? So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. That That's, that's pretty much, it. what? What, huh? What's going on? <laughs> decent once again decent enough to flip on hbo and watch as a horror movie and you'll be like oh this is weird and like turn your watch too if you turn your brain off it's not that it's not bad it's not even close to bad uh but when you start like really analyzing it and trying to because i mean not for nothing but it's it's not just a baseline horror movie this movie does want you to think about the, the 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 theme a bit you know, it does want you to kind of to stew on what's going on. And so I have. And this is where I lay. Another least favorite part of mine. I'm going to tear this thing apart. Just like that guy's ankle bone. <laughs> oh, there was an ankle bone. Dude got his ankle bone sliced. It's so gross. And then it pops out like. <laughs> Another thing was the two main characters. Brianna. Great name, by the way. <laughs> Brianna and Anthony are the main people, and, like, Brianna's brother was, like, there with his little dicky boyfriend, and they were explaining, like, how gentrification has, like, taken out all these, like, old houses or old, like, buildings in Chicago as they're sitting in, like, a brand new building with, like, floor-to-ceiling windows and, like, a wicked expensive kitchen and just, like, weird mid-century modern, like, household furnishings and they're like yeah like gentrification like really messed everything up and then the guy little dicky's like yeah kind of like this place and they're like what what did that little white guy say excuse me yeah and it was kind of interesting that that, like the story was about using and and max said this uh, using black trauma um to like kind of gain wealth and and create fame for yourself and using it as a stability piece a stable piece of income but, like, that's exactly what the movie was doing. So it was kind of, like, doubling down on that effort. So it was a movie. A, it was a movie. A, it was about exploiting black trauma and gaining <laughs> income. But, like, it was also doing that exact same thing. And so it was like, okay, but is, does, isn't like, the irony kind of lost when you are doing that? Like, I don't. I, again, there was too many stories that they tried to, like, make a point of. There was even, like, a scene, though, like, when Anthony walks out of his apartment and, like, it has all, like, the new apartment, like, signs on it that you can see, like, the building adjacent to it had, like, now leasing 
Anthony and Brianna's building had like now leasing signs on it. So you could tell it was like they tried to make it look like a new building where it was just made and they were like one of the first few tenants in there. Right. So then it was like, okay, like why don't we stick with that story? And then I was like, no. <laughs> no, dog. We're going to talk about these holes. <laughs> no one's going to explain the holes in the buildings. More ripping and a tear. And I feel like that's the main the main point right oh yeah i said i want to tear this thing apart like that guy's neck yeah yeah that Maybe. poor woman the poor woman with the gaping like ugh. you got it you got any other least favorite parts because i'm out of them <laughs> i'm straight out of them too yeah i'm straight out of them and i'm over this movie and like i said i'll watch it next next october it'll be on the list i like I love the acting and it was solid and like it like because when I watch it again, I'm not going to be I'm not going to be scrutinizing. it. I'm not going to be watching it for a podcast, so nope, I can no. I kind of enjoy it more. Uh, I, you... I definitely think you'll be enjoy you'll enjoy this movie more if you're not trying to watch it and specifically pull apart things. Well, that's why I have no energy for regular movies during the week. Oh, that's why I have such a uh, the duality of man is so tough because I. I get so caught up in being like, this is a podcast and I'm a movie critic. So sometimes I just got to be, I just got to scrutinize movies. But then like, you know, if you go back and listen to a lot of episodes, a lot of earlier episodes, I'm like, I'm just watching these movies, man, and, and judging them off how, how fun they are. But at the same <laughs> time, like, I think they're one and the same for me. So uh, depending on how good, how struck, how well structured, how well put together a movie is, does is dependent on how good of a time I'm having. And uh, this was like an okay time. It was right in the middle of the road. So I feel like that should have... If, if we were doing Rotten Tomato scores, it'd get a fresh from me. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd get like a fresh. Like not certified fresh, but it'd be fresh. Like I wouldn't rot... Ah! Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know. I take that back. I take that back. I don't know. We'll 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 discuss later. We'll discuss later. <laughs> That, that's, I don't want to say anything bad. <laughs> that, that's all I got for the review, Brianna. You got anything else? No. All right. Um, headlines. Extra, extra, I do have one piece of headlines, it. Brianna. We haven't done this in a while, but I do want to get your take on something. Hey, we had headlines the one week that we did something social. Oh, that's true. That's true. That was big. This kind of <laughs> we feeds never in... need a headline after that. This might feed into us being social. What oh, do you, what what do you think about Disney releasing the statement saying that the re- the rest of their movies for the 2021 slate are all going to be released in theaters solely? I think that's honestly just a bitch ass move on Disney's part. Like we already, you know, Disney has been digging themselves out of a hole ever since they made some comments about certain looking people and You know, I just really don't think it's cool that they're doing that. Like, why do they think that that is the right move? I know it's probably because they don't want to renegotiate contracts and, like, get into another Scarlett Johansson, like, pickle, but I'm mad. I'm kind of upset, too. I think they'd make more money releasing it on, on premium and in theaters. I don't know how they wouldn't. Because you'd get people who are going to the theaters opening weekend, and then you would get people who were like, no, I don't want to go to the theaters, but I sure as shit still want to see The Eternals or No Way Home. Like, what the fuck? There's going to be so many people that want to do that that don't feel comfortable going to the theaters yet. 
or don't want to go to the theaters at this point because they've been so spoiled with the ability to just watch whatever the fuck they want at home. Okay, you say that, but from the few people that I know that aren't you, a lot of people just don't care anymore. And I think that that's who Disney's trying to get, is the people that just don't care. And that's They're fine, like, but what about I'm the people gonna go that to the movies? What about the people that don't want to go? You're still not going to the movies, so like that's what I mean. Like what the people that are just like I'm, I don't want to go to the theater. I would just rather watch it at home, regardless of a pandemic, whatever, right? But like, like sure, I might be in the minority, but there's still a decent amount of people that didn't go see Shang Chi because it wasn't on premium plus, and I think they would have made another sixty, seventy million dollars if it was. There's no but way. But do you it think have. that like? Do you think that they're running into the problem where, like, too many people are just banding together to watch the Premiere Pass one? Or there's, like, the problem of once it's out there, people are just stealing it? And that's what they worry I mean, about? Disney doesn't I mean, want, dude, like, their stuff on there the, for freezies? The Black Widow numbers were fucking banana. I don't know how they could have been mad at that. But that was, like, the first Marvel, Marvel movie that came back and it was like, ooh... You don't think Shang-Chi would have done the same numbers? You don't think Eternals or No Way Home would do better numbers? I think No Way Home will because it's a more, I don't know, generic Marvel title as opposed to like Eternals where like, you're not just going to get any old person to watch that one, I feel like. But Spider-Man's like very marketable towards anybody. Everyone knows who Spider-Man is. Do everyone know who the Eternals are? Yeah, I, I mean, does no, everyone I guess know not. who Shang Chi is? No, but like, but that's kind of that. The kind of even solidifies my point even more. Like, why wouldn't you just put it on premium plus two? You can make more money. You'll get more eyes on it. It's all about profit. So why don't you try to make more profit from it? Like, it just seems counterproductive. I don't know. I don't think that they should release certain titles so quickly onto Disney Plus after they've been exclusively in theaters. That's fair. Um, how, because how, I think what's that's the... what a lot of people are waiting for, too. They're like, oh, I'm, I'll see Shang-Chi, but like, I'll wait till it's just out regular, and it's not going to be that long. Case because in point, the other ones haven't been that long. Case in point, Max, not seeing Free Guy, because it comes out in two weeks. He's like, oh, I want to see Free Guy in theaters, but it'll be on... It'll be on streaming in two weeks, so what's the, what's the point? And it's like, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, the... see, it's just like, oh. Especially since everything's out on the internet now, like, they know when it will come out. Like, it's not like a guessing. Like, oh, I hope, like, I gotta wait for that movie to come out on video so I can see the trailer for, like, that next one, because I'll never see it if it doesn't come out on video. <laughs> the last thing I'm gonna say on this is just that a lot of bad things came out of the last year and a half, and not a lot of good things, but this was one of them. The ability to watch movies in your home, good movies, new movies, movies that you normally Brand wouldn't be able movies. to. Like, that is, that was a great thing, and I, I'm kind of jaded that they're taking it away from us, especially Disney, since they have the platform, the ability, and it's not going to affect their bottom line. It's fucking bullshit. Okay. That's what I got. That's that. You got any headlines, Brianna? Because I'm good to no, go. No, I already are. I told you my headline. John Mulaney and Olivia Munn are having a baby. That's weird. Coke baby. Coke baby alert. 
probably going to be so coked out and weird. I can't. I imagine it being very... If it's a girl, I think she'll be okay. But if it's a boy, I'm nervous. It's gonna look like it's gonna look like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just uh, it's just very interesting. What are we watching next week, Brianna? I don't know anything that you say. We're not gonna watch because something will happen, and it's fine. Okay, but as of right now, do you want to watch Mogul Mowgli? No, I thought we were going spooky. Oh, oh yeah, we're going spooky. Wait, what was next week? Spooky. Old. Oh, we were thinking old. By M. Night. M. Night old. Yeah? What? Okay. All right, we'll think about it. We'll, we'll let you know. Uh, we, should ju- <laughs> we should start just uh, dropping little, little teasers in the middle of the week on Instagram. Like, man, maybe we figured out a movie. You never know. In the no. meantime, yeah, in the meantime, you can go and check out our other episodes and, and, and go listen to those and go find a good movie from there. There's some good ones in there. There's some bad ones, too. But go watch the bad ones, too, because we had to, and I don't want to be the only one that suffers through those. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. As always, though, we love you and we appreciate you, and we'll see you next week. Brianna, say goodbye. If you want to know a bad movie that we watched... Those Who Wish Me Dead with Angelina Jolie. Bad. Banger movie. I'm pretty sure Max guest hosts on that movie and that's uh, on that episode. That That's a good one. That's a classic. Where the fuck Another the bad movie that's a little spooky. The Little Things. Ooh, that's a the don't. That's probably not a great episode. Ah, we should on that movie though. Peabag special. Peabag special alert. This is probably <laughs> going to be a Peabag's classic too. What am I saying? Another bad movie that's spooky. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye, beans.